My name is Colin. My name is Octavius. And I'm Alex. And we're, and we're dead, dead in job. We're dead in job. Yeah. <laughs> I screwed that up. And this is BAM's podcast. BAM's What is up, everybody? My name is Richie Shakori, and I'm here with Cody Canis, and we are talking to Dead End Jobs today. Hello. Dead, end, dead End Job. Dead End Job. Dead End Job. Okay, we have to dive right into that story. You guys have told me that before. So, uh, what, that thing that everybody has? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> the, the name. An opinion? Uh, the, okay, the name, yeah. The name? The name. I thought of it. Cause I'm a genius. But, yeah. but what was the original name? Oh, the original name. Oh, we yeah. had one. We, we had we had. So you guys told me uh, when Colin was making like the Facebook page or something. Yeah, that's supposed right. to be we Dead had... End Jobs, but he forgot the S. Yeah, the S wasn't well, we there. Had a, we had we were we were getting there at first. It, like I brought up like Dead End Friends, right? Yeah. And then some. And then Octavius was like, Oh, well, what about Dead End? The Dead Ends, right? And we were just getting there. It was it was a work in progress. It was it was inevitable we were gonna end up there. But then like Colin was okay, dead end jobs. Well, it was more and of he like got the S. The thing was was But that, it worked out because that's a way better name. Well, we didn't. I didn't think of dead end job. It was more of like the name was there. It was in the list, and then uh, when the first show was coming up, uh, Josiah from uh, all, your guys's old band. Uh, was asking like I need I just need a band name like it doesn't have to like stick on so we just like since like dead end job was like the thing that kept on coming back we we're just like okay uh, dead end job but then I put the S and then when I made all the counts Alex said there shouldn't be an S I was like oh bro That's so good. <laughs> yeah the email still has yeah. an S in it and it just I look at it and just like fuck I know, I know. all our shit goes through there so damn S yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck S man. They look that ass all day though. <laughs> but it's a great name for a band. Oh yeah. So where where did Dead End Jobs start? Like how how did this come to be? In China. Online. That's right. <laughs> Our boy Colin here is from China. Oh and, yeah. Uh, so I I think it's like the beauty of the uh, social networking. So I joined a Facebook group um, for barrier musicians. Colin posted something about it, and I always replied to like all of them. Nobody ever followed through, you know, very common story. Um, lo and behold, Colin shows up in what, like April? No, August? August, yeah. August, he's like, hey. August I'm of 2018? 2017. 2018? 18. 20... Oh, yeah, it was 2018. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so August of 2018, he's like, hey, I'm in town. When are we practicing? And then, so we had what, like seven people in that group chat? Eight? Well, I originally wanted it to be a five piece because I didn't want to play guitar in the first place. But then, like, as, so, I sent, I made, like, the group chat in, like, 2017, and then, like, as, like, August was coming around, everyone started bailing out, and Octavius was the only guy that, like, stuck around, mm -hmm. and then when, like, practice was uh, coming closer, it was, like, uh, four guys, and Octavius was, like, I know a guy from work. Okay, that yeah, yeah that's the best part. We're missing the best part <laughs> no, here. Okay, so me, like, I was in a band called The Depictions, right? And we were we were going to be, like, the new Beatles. We were, like, the band, right? On the, on the block, we had been together for a year and a half, and we were just starting to build this real indie fan base that was going to jettison us to the top. It was going to be awesome. It was, like, it was, it was set in stone, okay? 
So the bass player of my band doesn't get into Berkeley, and he's like, fuck you guys, I like school better, and he goes to UCLA. Then the guitar players go to Vermont and Germany because they're like, fuck this, he wrote all the songs, right? And leave me here all alone, right? So I'm unemployed, so I gotta work a dead-end job, right? <laughs> so, so the first dead-end job I, I, I go to is this, uh, I'm washing dishes for this French restaurant, right? And one day, uh, in walks in this, this loser here. And Wait, no, <laughs> this is the funny part. Cause, okay, so uh, Colin and I had everything set up for a practice. Uh, and we needed somebody to drum. And then I was working with him at the time, and he always had his headphones in. I was always trying to talk to him, like, hey, man, you know, like, oh, this and that. And he would just give me one sentence response, or one word responses. Oh, wow. I was like, wow, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I start. I asked him, I was like, what are you listening to? And he said, who's could do? And I was like, okay, like, you know, I think we like the same kind of music. He's like, yeah, so what? Puts in his other earphones. I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, I'm trying to be nice to this guy. Whatever. I don't have to take this from him. And then, like, like towards the end of that shift, I was like, "Hey, do you play uh, any instrument?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm a drummer." And at the time, we had a drummer, so I was like, "We need a bass player." He's like, "Oh, I can pick up the bass." Um, lo and behold, practice comes up. Drummer bails. Turns out he's a great drummer. So, yeah, we were just like, "Why just are you playing bass?" Yeah, it's yeah. like, "Why did you say yes to playing bass?" Like, why did you say I'm a drummer? Well, you said you had a drummer, so I'm like, <laughs> he just wanted every part. Of it. Yeah, take, that, just take whatever like, you can get. I think that's bass. like, I think that's what's been holding us all together we all just want to be a part of this band mm -hmm. so you know it just like mm -hmm. kind of like caught lightning in a bottle here it's weird because we all didn't know each other at all so like i felt like our band was kind of like destined to like fail very the, dysfunctional yeah very dysfunctional yeah. but like but that's the beauty of it because yeah. most dysfunctional bands work and work very well. Yeah, I like. Just look like, at all the best bands. They're all like the the seventies A's. They hate each other, but they won like three in a row, right? So, yeah, we, I like that you guys like use the internet to kind of network this. I, I feel like that's so important now for music and how a lot of people end up meeting each other. So mm -hmm. that's that's really cool. Um, how like when you guys were growing up, did you guys listen to like? The rock music, punk rock, and all that stuff, too. So. I had a weird phase. <laughs> I think oh, we boy. all had a weird phase. Well, here we go with this. <laughs> so, like, I was definitely more into, like, the punk, like, skater community. So I was always a skater. So, you know. You still like, can. You can skate like another oh, this yeah. guy. Mm, I, I lost a lot of it, but I, I could pick it up whenever I want. No, dude, he's really good. <laughs> but um, like, We're talking really good. So, yeah, like, a lot of, like, the hip-hop, rap. Like, I was, like, involved with a lot of other musical influences so but mostly for me it was like punk rock uh so in elementary school i st started getting into like green day and the beatles just i would only l listen to those two bands mm -hmm. and then middle school i started listening to dubstep very like religiously <laughs> <laughs> and techno as well which i'm it's one of those things i'm not proud of but at the same time it's like at least I listen to other things. Yeah, I, I hear country <laughs> music all the time. Hey. There's something like a dubstep feel when you listen oh, yeah. to that. Oh, yeah. It's great. There's nothing wrong with EDM. So, like, after that, then it's kind of a blur. And then, I, then like, I remember this, like, very well. It was two summer of 2015 in the on YouTube. I get recommended Neck Deep, Gold Steps, Don't Know What It Is, Check It Out, Oh My God, What Is This? And then I found out about this thing called Warp Tour, 
and then I started getting into those types of bands and then yeah like punk rock is has always come like back come back all to me always so like punk rock is like kind of like my bread and butter for me it's all our bread and butter man. yeah <laughs> it's a beautiful genre and Alex like how did you get into it okay well I'm a I got a weird uh education when it came to music like it's it's uh like I I'm I still don't know shit about like what's popular like I don't know what you know what the kids these days listen to and I'm very I am very proud of that fact because like <laughs> very you know yeah fuck mainstream right it's, it's about you gotta find your own taste right what I like you know I I grew up you know listening to Weird Al right and like uh, Primus right it's this weird kind of you know outside the box kind of shit you know it's it's you know, I like funny. Like if you if you like like the Dead Kennedys, for example. Like you know, if you if you actually like sit down and like actually read one of like the lyrics of like one of these songs, it's funny. Like it's really fucking funny because it's it's you know. Can we swear? Yeah, Can it's swear? true, okay, right? Okay. And it's like Fuck. you know, I don't see that anywhere. You know that that's what music should be about. It's about expression, expressing your your personality, your your unique view on things, right? And and making people laugh, making them cry, and maybe letting people learn something along the way, right? And that's that's just where I came from, right? Like, you know, of course, Old Green Day was like, you know, very, you know, they all, you know, every kid listens to Old Green Day and gets that, you know, okay, you know, fuck the man kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's like part of your first grade uh, education and yeah. everyone's... Uh, in everyone's music education and uh, I just you know I just kept going with that I never I never looked back you know I I uh, <clears throat> to this day you know Weird Al is one of my uh, favorite um, you know musical heroes of all time because like I think he uses music in a way no one else does and is very important oh, yeah. you know and and even um oh what's his name uh, uh, um, funny uh andrew wk mm, andrew yeah. wk how did you forget him? yeah i almost <laughs> did but i just remember andrew wk is like really like out there in a way no one else is because he uses his music like i don't know if you listen to his last album uh you are not alone it is mm -hmm. literally um, an, an album made to uh pick up broken people who are done who are they don't care they're done with life they are, you know, dead set on probably killing themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what that album is. Like, you listen to any of those songs. It's about, you know, lifting someone back up with just, I don't know how he does, just grandiose kind of, you know, party. You know, he's the party god, right? So, he, yeah. you know, he, he uh, you know, he uses his music in, as, a, as a tool to uplift people right in a way that i don't see anywhere else and i always looked at that like you know why can't other you know you know mainstream bands do that why can't why can't that be the norm right mm -hmm. that's my that's my mission really is to you know you know just in you know bring back a little bit of love in music everywhere right i like that a lot yeah it's really cool yeah. So do do you guys feel like you 
you embody that? Do you do you feel that, like... we're trying? I I try to in, infuse as much humor and just energy as much as I can in this band. I try to you know make this band everything that I have been inspired by to inspire others. And uh, you know these guys they 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 uh, they work with me great. It's uh, it's a great uh, chemistry we've got. That's good. And we, you know, we we are we're all uh, we got we all come from similar tastes and respective backgrounds, and you know, so we we've got the same. We we know what each we know what we want, you know, and that's we to, just need the drive. And yeah, we just all need each other pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, you know, if if it if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But while we're here, what I want is for the music to. You know, just <laughs> uplift people. Sorry, I, I just drank a couple of beers. <laughs> Does it show? If it no, it no, it doesn't. Okay, okay, I'm still good. Okay, so so the people taking me seriously, please keep taking me seriously just a little longer. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's about um, it's about inspiring people to not you know go the way that everyone else is going, right? Like if there's something wrong with you know what everyone's doing don't just go do it because everyone else is doing it you gotta pave your own path do what you feel is you know right and logical and what everyone else should be doing and that comes yeah yeah that comes from where you know where you are inspired where you where you you know enjoy uh you know the the music you enjoy should inspire you to go you know carve your own path yeah don't always be a follower yeah yeah don't always be a follower always make sure in fact yeah like even if even if it is the right way to go to the mainstream i would say do the wrong thing just because it's funny (laughs) right it's funny dude fuck yeah words words of fucking wisdom from alex yeah thank you i've i've uh, been practicing one of my favorite (laughs) moments of seeing dead end job was Alex dressed up as Macho Man? Oh yeah, playing drums. With oh yeah, that was Ooh, Ooh yeah. Let me go. tell you something, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you know that? You know that? Way back when in the Mega Powers, you made a lot of promises to the Macho Man. Oh yeah, promises that you didn't keep. I remember one specific one. Yeah, you promised that Colin wouldn't be put in a dangerous <laughs> position, and you broke that promise, much. Uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I was oh, watching yeah. like the, uh, the Macho Man like uh, promos. I was just like, I can't watch. Yeah. I can't take this oh, yeah, seriously. Dude, uh, I just hear you just all the time. I, yeah. I want to touch on that too, man. Like um, your guys's Instagram presence is amazing. Oh, you, thank you. You guys record these promos before shows and before like gigs and all that. Where where did you guys get that idea? more content this guy well that and this guy always doing something weird well that's We're another like, thing like you know let's get the song tape and you know i think well, it would be a good way to promote well that's another thing music is theater in a way yeah. like yes. it, it at its at its core it should be you know theater like putting on a show mm-hmm. right it, you know yeah we're performers it, yeah, right? yeah yeah don't don't just don't just write a song and then just because ah, nah, 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 there's no arc there's no emotional story you know it, you know just just guys writing a song and then just you know saying it that's just a, just kind of be like a monkey for like yeah it's like a stupid ben story yeah. you gotta you gotta 
you know, have a story behind everything. You gotta, you gotta show people a story and an arc, right? In everything you do, you know, cause it's, it's more interesting that way, you know? And, and I've always loved, you know, wrestling cause wrestling is at its core theater and yeah, it it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's 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 putting on a show. It's putting on a show. It's telling a story. Yeah, it's, it's being a soap funny. Opera, man. It's being you. yeah. It's being you know. I grew up with the old uh, VHS tapes of the Macho Man oh, and yeah. Hulk Hogan oh, yeah. and the Mega Powers and you know the the you know Bret Hart and Andre the Giant and all that. You know they, they that's not just stupid. You know Ben's story. That, that's they at its core. It's a story. It's an arc. Yeah. It's, these people that you relate to and and you know watching as they go through you know obstacles and they overcome them in the most grandiose and out there shit kind of way yeah, you know no, it's, no, no, no. Yeah, i yeah. think another and, thing and that should be Wait. translated to music i don't see that anymore <laughs> right the thing with like yeah, I don't like Kanye West, but I think the best thing he ever did was take that mic away from Taylor Swift cuz it, it it's it's uh it's it's, you know, it, it's, well, I don't know. <laughs> Another thing is that um, bands a lot, um, what we've noticed is that bands a lot will, on their, like, social media, they'll, like, post photos and, and like, videos of them on tour, but the problem is that you don't really know who they are. So it's kind of like you just see photos and then, like, you don't really know, like, what they're like. Yeah, you don't relate to yeah. the people playing, yeah. right? You know, it's it's not, you know, it shouldn't be just one guy and and friends. You know, the thing with like Queens of the Stone Age or like Red, the Red Hot Chili Peppers is they became the Josh Homme show. They became the Anthony Kiedis show. But right. it should be like everyone is a character and yeah. they all have their own role. To yeah, play. their yeah. role. Yeah. It's right. Not that's that's, not just that's like what a... that's what made those bands great. Rappers right? do this a lot. Like currently, like um, Blueface and like uh, Takashi Six Nine, like on their Instagram, they're like posting photos and videos of themselves like doing something, but like it's entertaining mm -hmm. and it gets people like captivated, and like, and like if you look at like other people's, I I did like a research on this because I was watching uh, this video by a uh, punk rock NBA, and he was saying how like social media presence is like a very important thing these days and pretty much he like was comparing different like social media accounts so he looked at wage wars account and he was saying like yeah they're ca a lot of people read captions believe it or not and so like he was looking at their accounts like yeah they didn't make the caption they probably have a team but it's just not a good caption but then if you look at like rappers um content it's like yeah the photos are like really crap but like their captions like make up for it in a way. Yeah. All right, so um, let's let's kind of talk about when you guys started to play shows. So do you do you guys remember when like you know practicing was going well and you de you decided like hey we're ready for gigs let's do this how how was that sort of uh, set up? <laughs> so uh, do you want to take this? How long did we practice for before our first show? Maybe like a first, month. It was like, like a, a month, month or two. Like a month. Or it two. came pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. We just sort of. You know, just worked so off like, some songs and there we go. Yeah. Oh, we were, we're pretty good. We yeah. like practiced for about a month or maybe two months. And then we just kind of wanted to get our toes wet. I remember our first show was uh, 
technically it, like an open mic. Yeah, it was an open mic. So we went to an open mic just That's right. randomly. Cornerstone. Yeah. Yeah, the Cornerstone then, uh, actually had an open mic. It was all acoustic, and mm-hmm. we just brought all our drum sets, our like guitars and shit, and we're yeah. like, ah, oh, we're probably not in the right spot, but like you know. No, but better place then the guy came back yeah, to us and so said, that... <laughs> "Oh, you were you were exactly what I had in mind when I, you know, Thought kicked this off." Mic. Yeah. Yeah. That's so it. I was like, "Oh, oh, thank you." Yeah. So that open mic, we played like a so- like two songs, mm-hmm. and then we just Three walked songs. off the stage, and we're like, "Holy crap! Like that was weird, you know? Like there's, yeah. you know, we completely People's... different from everybody else that's playing here." But then five minutes later, this older guy comes in, and he's like, "Yo, so I just wrote a song." Or, like, I have a song written, but I need a band to play with me. Can you guys learn the song? So we're like, yeah, okay. Spot? Yeah, yeah on the spot. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's how much like, you like this. We're like, okay, yeah. And then so we learned the song, and we went on stage with him, and then we performed with him, which was, like, a really cool experience. That was yeah. cool. They had, like, all these crazy lights going, and, like, it's yeah. pretty cool. So I think from then on, we're just like, okay, you know, like, let's just keep going and see where it goes. And I think, like, we're constantly improving and, like, learning We've had some great shows. We have some terrible shows, but it's when all some like, you lose some. It's all yeah. part of the process. Yeah, yeah. we've all been there. We've all been yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't talk about shows without talking about your epic house party shows. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> where famous, world famous, dead like, job parties. It's crazy that you know you bring all these punk rock, pop punk, and hardcore bands into your frat house and it's not frat house but okay it's on, it's on frat row it's not frat row it's not a frat house you bring it like a frat house all of these people into this house and just throw amazing shows how where did that come from so back in high school my school did a lot of like charity work where pretty much they had live bands performing so and like they had like different events going on so like the students were like oh I, I did a lot of like event like type of things where I helped out and I, I don't know like I really like setting up shows like that's like a thing that I like so I guess like I remember the first time I met you guys was at the Gilman show mm-hmm. when you guys opened up for Andy's room and I remember talking to Josiah about like a house show and I was telling him about like oh I know you guys have a show in like San Jose at you know a music festival but I was thinking of that day. He's like, what if you did the day before? I was like, oh, I didn't really think about that. <laughs> and, like, I only knew, like, these two guys and, like, one other person. So I, like, set up a show. My housemates were, like, fine with it. They were, like, just clean up afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it was packed, which Josiah asked me, like, how did you guys get these many people in the house? I'm like, I thought this was you. <laughs> No, yeah, that was that was the funny thing is that it was so organic. Like it, people came from everywhere. Oh yeah. Like, no, there's there's people that that came in and they talked to me after the show and he's like, oh, I didn't even know there was a show. I just heard the music and you guys so were pretty cool. good, so I stayed. I think that's like the glorious part about having like the house on that front row. It's like it's so popular on the weekends anyway, mm-hmm. and then people hear music, they're gonna want to go check it out. And we, we filled that house up. And I know, like, we've been to other shows that you've thrown, and they've always seemed to be just packed. So I don't know, like, what's going on, okay? <laughs> if I knew, I would I would tell everyone right now how just, to do it, but magic. I don't. Like, yeah, so if, if you're listening to this podcast and you see that Colin has a, a house show coming up, you need 
to make your way there because they are wild and they're fun. Mm-hmm. I'm tr- trying to like work something right now, but my there's like a lot of drama in the house. Oh, no. He so, does have a lot yeah. of roommates. Like he has like. And so is like, the house more 15? filled up now? It's always been filled up, mm-hmm. but like from like recently, what from like here's some tea. Like so apparently, like two roommates were like have having some arguments. So like two roommate like one person and another person swap rooms so like two people couldn't be roommates anymore so like wow. apparently they're not talking terms so i can't really bring up like hey uh can i throw a show <laughs> I'll, I'll put up signs uh i'll well, do we'll the get we'll, we'll get another one going like, so it's yeah, only a matter of time i'm kind of Colin's sticking famous. out my head right yeah. now going like okay uh you guys can done yet <laughs> colin famous house show a subsidiary of Dead all right so we need to talk about your guys's releases so flammable. Let's let's get a little story behind that. Flammable. That was our first one. Yep. We uh, with three I, songs, three and a half songs. I think it goes back to the same thing, kind of getting our toes wet, yeah. seeing what we can pull out. <clears throat> the recording process is really fun when it's in a shipping container. Yeah. Made by a made by a, an upstart engineer who's really good at what he does and like. You know, likes us, so he, he gives us like a small discount. Okay, so and, like, where where was it? Plugging Noise Eater recording. Noise Eater recordings in shout out to Olaf. Shout out to Olaf. Olaf Tepedebeda. Olaf. His name's Olaf. He's awesome. If if you can afford it, he will make you sound like an angel. So yeah, it was all about the first release was we have a few songs written. Let's go in and you know I've never recorded like a whole EP or whatever so i was like okay you know let's do it see what you know, what we do is we we um see, usually it takes like a month to record an album even if it's like four songs we uh we just do it in three days that's because we, yeah, so we really money, don't money have is really we really right don't now. have the resources <laughs> or the bank account to like stay any longer mm-hmm. so we get in there and we don't screw around we we, you know, work and work and work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, we make a, sure it works in three days. Yeah. Yeah, so it works because we're in here practicing every week. In the total of two years that we've been practicing, we've missed like maybe two practices, three. Wow. That's yeah, right. so I think yeah. that makes it a lot easier because we already know what we're doing. We already have the bare bones. And Olaf's really good about, you know, like suggesting things to add. And like, yeah, so that first EP was like, kind of us just going here's a story about we that have EP. This. we have physical copies of the ep and on the physical copies there's a secret song which is me drunkenly singing oh, yeah. dominated love slave by green oh, day yeah. it I is <laughs> i am very <laughs> embarrassed but it i apparently you know we had we had the time so we you just screwed it together here. if you ever go see dead end jobs you need to go get this EP to hear Alex shine. <laughs> on the uh, li- on our current EP, Live Your Life, there's two bonus songs. There's two bonus songs. We, we put two secret tracks on our new album, Live Your Life, mm-hmm. and they are both covers of The Misfits and uh, Green Day. Yeah, yeah Green so, Day. <laughs> so this, this isn't what's on Spotify or anything, right? No, no. You well, can't find it on the internet. You can't find it anywhere. Well, it's only on the physical Actually, copy. the um, Hybrid Moments and... Um, Take uh that's take back. Right. Yeah. Well, we released them yeah. as singles. They're in the singles. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. But like, not a lot of people listen to them because <laughs> it's like well hidden somehow. Nice. But um, but Dominated Love. Nobody Slave. knows about that. Yeah, one. no one. That's like, <laughs> that's only on CD. Very secret. Yeah. 
for a reason. Because I was very drunk when I when I recorded that. <laughs> if for some reason we don't record music for a year, I think that's like the song we would have to release to compensate the whole year of music. But that is very, you know, that's another thing, like, you know, about my love for humor in music. That song is a total BDSM anthem, so... <laughs> I like that. You so, know. Uh, you guys did a music video for that that first EP, right? Oh yeah, I don't need crisis. So, who who filmed it? Oh, we uh we worked with name. a student uh a student uh video uh editor. Is, is he from uh your your college college? No, he's, he's from, from uh, Walnut Creek. Oh, okay. Walnut Creek. Yeah. I pre- pretty much I found him on Fiverr. Yeah, it was funny. We yeah. uh, we went to dinner with him over uh, at Jupiter in berkeley and you know he just made his uh pitch to us like like we were like we were uh Clients. you know yeah <laughs> like, he, like we were professionals he talked, about, <laughs> he talked about chris nolan for like three for like three hours and how he wants to be the chris nolan of like music videos yeah, it wasn't like james bay and you guys would have like explosions yeah or michael bay yeah. and, and or michael bay yeah. yeah but but yeah it was funny because this guy was a real big christopher nolan fanboy and he talked to us for, about the dark knight and how good it is for three hours on his and business after, card it's like a bat it's like a batman signal with like a quote from batman <laughs> like 30 minutes in we said you're hired and he's like okay but yeah you know here's here's why the cinematography in that that movie is just so damn good right he just kept going and yeah you know was, I, I think it really worked out though because it it, it feels like uh, a strict punk rock music video i mean you guys destroyed a tv in it oh yeah that, that was, was freaking that sick was epic. yeah that, we, that was on the spot too that was on the spot yeah we just found that tv and we just, yeah oh, we're just time to the whole to smash it that somebody probably left it out yeah it's probably still there if you check. yeah the whole point of that uh part of the footage was that it was just supposed to be us going to the store and then coming back and then we see this tv and then i think one of these two were like let's destroy right now <laughs> that's fun where did you guys shoot it here, right here. well under yeah. an overpass somewhere well, yeah, yeah. Somewhere here and then over there yeah awesome so let's let's move on to uh the the second ep live your life live your life i'm very proud of that because we uh you know we 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 made a lot of leaps forward in the uh, past six months with our songwriting, and that was a direct result of "Live Your Life." And mm-hmm. Autumn Tree is one of my. I'm I'm so proud to have you know had a had a hand in writing that song because mm, like I I'm I'm usually my harshest critic, but there's really nothing that I you know oh, I could have done this better. I could have done this, but no Autumn Tree. I, that's that's my proudest accomplishment right now. I remember the. Uh, what do you think? When I first wrote the beginning riff of that song, it was supposed to be like super slow, and then I played it for them, and then Octavius was like, "Let's play it faster." <laughs> that, that <laughs> yeah. Classic punk. Well, you were in a metal band before, so yeah, like you know, of course you're gonna say it's fast, but yeah, of so course I was, I was like... the one who made it faster because I'm the drummer. Thank you, Colin. Whatever. <laughs> it was supposed to be like more complex. Like, kind of, like, chord progressions, but then, like, after a while, it was just kind of, like, whatever, like, simple punk rock song. Then Alex came up with the bridge, the breakdown part, which was, like, took us five minutes to, like, write, because he didn't have the instrument, so we just mimic what he was humming, and then translated it to the instruments. I I can't read music, so I have to 
overcome things to these guys, and they gotta they gotta catch on. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. Shit. That's how a drummer. All by ear, man. Yeah, that's how a drummer does it. All by ear, just you know. Like, no, 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 like this. Out. Damn it! Like I don't know how to read Duh. music. Duh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just hear me out. Just hear me out. Yeah. No, you're doing it wrong. It's da 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 da. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you guys posted it, I, I automatically saw a difference in the the response from the the first EP to that one. I mean, you guys, you grew a fan base with Flammable, and I feel like you just expanded on that with Live Your Life. So, um, what's next? Singles. Yeah, that's the plan. We're gonna we're gonna do a couple more singles. We got two recorded right now. They should be coming out in. Way to ruin the secret, Ali. One month. Yeah. It's not a secret. It you heard it here first, it. folks. Yeah. Bam's podcast exclusive. Dead End John is going to release a single. February. Yeah, February yeah one, of them's, one of them's called. April. Yeah, wow. February and April. So they got it all planned out. Yeah, one of them's called Revolution Zero. I wrote that. It's a song about politics and oh, how shit. politics in America will never, ever get better because everything sucks and everything's bought off by corporations and, like,. You know there is no hope. Uh, I, I'm more I'm more of a hopeful person. When I wrote that, I was in a bad place. But like you know, that's that's kind of like uh, Dead Kennedys ish kind of you know. Very oh, let's make let's make fun Beautiful. about the shitty situation we're in politically, right? That's uh, that's just where I was at. And the other one is uh, Colin wrote the other one. It's kind of a love anthem. No, I don't really consider it a love anthem. It's just. It's the typical pop punk song of like, oh, being there with your friend and stuff. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's songs called uh, By Your Side, but yeah, I'm not very into the whole like love song. We gotta have one though. We gotta have a couple love songs to get the girls a ballad. in here, a ballad, in, into the fan base. <laughs> I don't know. Like, a ballad, yeah. Love songs it. for me is just kind of, I don't know. I think I listen to so many uh, punk, pop punk songs where I'm just like, yeah, like there's no way that friend. like someone can like, make the perfect love song because everything's just very cliche yeah and so it's kind of like i don't want to be like in that bubble so it's like let's and it's also like i can write about other things and i don't want to like write only one about one thing so it's like let's explore like different topics that's good though because Mm -hmm. it it keeps your uh, options open you're not going to be known for like oh they wrote that love song like a lot of pop punk bands are known for so we're like the Ramones with our love songs. Like there's a there's a few here and there, but we're really about the punk, right? Yeah, it's we're like really sprinkled about, on. Yeah, yeah just like, sprinkled on. Just, but it's just a like little seasoning. It's not like the the cake. It's, it's not the, the it's, it's just the frosting. Yeah, yeah I the, like that. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's you guys went on a little weekender tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we went to L.A. and we made a couple friends. Uh, two hour shower. Uh, we made friends with Dead Radio. Uh, Dead Radio. Um, Nate Funk. Yeah, that was a that was a fun little time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're we're from Berkeley originally, Berkeley and Richmond. Like this cat's from Richmond, but um, yeah, we're we're from the East Bay basically. So you know, sometimes we'll go down to L.A. and you know come back up, and you know we, we again we all work, so we gotta we gotta find time out of our busy schedule to do that. But um, when we do, it's really fun. So is is there gonna be another tour? Oh yeah, uh, we are going Damn, on. Damn, Alex, with the. Secrets. <laughs> There's no secrets. Well, dude, I'm, I'm just trying to open up as many cans as I can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the cans are there. Tell the man our playbook. Okay, so we got we're going on tour in April. 
It's going to be really fun. It's going to be with Nostalgia, our oh, good no friends way. Nostalgia. Nostalgia X. Nostalgia X. Yeah, those guys are really fun. In fact, they really made a name for themselves at Colin's last uh, Colin's last uh, famous house party. I think we, we played that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was a fun they, show. They really have improved. They are really, really good now. And I really enjoy uh, playing with them. So we're going to do that. We're just going to... Seven days. We're going to go start in San Diego all the way up California. Uh, like, you know... And we're sharing San a Diego. band together. Oh, yeah. Both band. bands in one band? Yeah. Nice. Are you guys going to get, like, a trailer or anything? to look We're still trying to figure things out. But um, right now, since they're, like, the ones setting it up, we're just pretty much helping out like where they could pl- uh they could like ask to yeah play. And there's a couple because uh you know we're, we'll be playing in san diego la i think fresno i think cupertino somewhere in san francisco and oakland and then i think we're ending in reading oh no no so if you're there uh come see us dead end job uh the west coast tour 2020 yeah it's 2020 yeah come see us we'll uh we'll buy you a beer we'll We'll uh, we'll talk with you. Talk to the right person though. <laughs> yeah. You have to talk to Alex. That's A L E X. Talk to him. He'll buy. Well, my you. friends call me East Bay Al on on Instagram, but yeah, Alex is my birth name. You can talk to me. I'll buy you something. Uh, I'm kind of lonely, so please, please, <laughs> just everyone, everyone, come and visit me. I am only you know, all I do is drum. Like I just. All I do is just go to Octavius's place and drum and drum. I have no social life. Please come, please come talk to me about drums. I'm a drumming drummer. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm the drummiest drummer that ever drummed. Like drums, that. drums. Are, so dead end job. <laughs> is there one thing that you really want to tell the people right now? Uh, size doesn't matter because your fingers <laughs> are pretty long in any case. It's how you use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. We, we talked about uh, your guys' social media and stuff, right? Um, that Pop Punk Kids group that's on Facebook. Yes. So you guys have made some friends through that, right? Some pe- You guys have gotten uh, some responses for your, your music. We have a couple of friends. Uh, through, uh, you know, I, I keep in touch with Suburban Static. I got to plug Suburban Static. They're a fantastic band. They're only 14, and they're like one of the best you know, punk rock bands I've ever, uh, I've ever seen with my eyes, uh, go visit them if you, uh, want to see some real textbook punk rock, suburban static, uh, we're also friends with, uh, uh, who is that band, um, oh, gee, uh, who are we friends with? We're friends with everyone. Oh, Hoity Toity, yeah, yeah we're, we're friends with, uh, we're friends with everyone, yeah, but, uh, Hoity Toity is a really, really cool all-female band they really they're from la they're from la oh, right yeah on. yeah they we, we played with them once i was blown away uh they're really really good um who else uh everyone i like that. <laughs> yeah everyone yeah they're down to be friends with everyone but uh about the facebook yeah what about it so I've, I've seen like you guys have been getting some comments and stuff on the the when you post autumn tree in that that facebook page you get some comments of people checking it out and they're they're from you know across the united states would you guys ever consider maybe going eastward (laughs) yes if we're the dream i really i really uh you know because um i grew up with a a history of you know my my uh my mom went to school with with uh les claypool no right yeah yeah, in fact, it's Bay funny. Area yeah, yeah, it's funny. My mom was, uh, she went to the same high school and was the student council president 
and Les Claypool was the vice president of the student council. Isn't that Mission High School? Uh, I think it was De Anza. Oh, De Anza, that's it. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, so she got to meet Les Claypool at student council meetings, and, you know, every now and then Kirk Hammett would come in and, like, hey, Les, let's go, let's go play guitar, man. And it's like that's fucking it. Kirk Hammett from uh, Metallica. And my mom would be the one, like, no, 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 he's got to stay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, um, and, uh, you know, we all know where he went. Uh, and, uh, my uncle tour, uh, drove the tour bus on Green Day's first, uh, tour. Wow. Yeah, in 1990, he drove the tour bus and he drummed. Um, he, uh, so I've always wanted to follow in that kind of way, you know, like, I've always felt like it's my, uh, birthright to, uh, be a touring musician, I guess. You know, again, like, the reason I do things is to add a little, you know funny to punk rock and music in general but i do have that history and i've always wanted to you know live up to that family name you know and like you know just drive all the way to i don't know rhode island pennsylvania i don't care like Fuck yeah, there's, there's there's house parties everywhere as like, long as there's, there's people everywhere there. as long as you, even if there's no people if there. you can <laughs> find it like just go to a beach and like listen in on a on a sorority girl like oh we need a band oh you need a band well we're in a band and then you know just go and play a show like you can do it if you have the time and if you if you quit your dead end job i think you don't even need to do that anymore like it's all online oh yeah it's all so online you can go anywhere oh, you on could, facebook you could Instagram. google like you know house party uh, in so and so land, and something will show up, and then you could just show up with your drum kit and guitar, and there you go. You know, it's not that hard. You just need the guys to, you just need buddies to do it with. That's the hard part, and luckily I have uh, these guys, these losers. Uh. <laughs> right on. So this has been Bam's podcast. I've been Richie Shakori, and I'm talking with Dead and Job. And with me today is Cody Canis, and we want to say thank you guys so much for being on. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. Us. Anytime. Fuck yeah, so... If you've never been the cream filling of a lesbian Oreo, I would recommend it once before you die. <laughs>